Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. Hello to my brilliant Being Human with Vasavi community. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar, licensed therapist, confidence mindset expert, business strategist, and a first-generation Indian immigrant woman on a relentless mission to bring you simple and tangible actions and advice to help you step up your life and business. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest and realest people I know in mental and emotional health, marketing, and business to help you get out of your head and get moving. I am super excited to share a few ways that you can work with me. You can learn more about those at vasavikumar.com or on my Instagram page at my name is Vasavi. The first way to work with me is directly in a one-on-one VIP capacity. This is a very high level, high touch, personalized opportunity to dig deep with me by your side to excavate your limiting beliefs and work through whatever is stopping you from being, doing, and having anything you want. And you'll be taking a lot of action. The second way to learn from me and be surrounded by people who are committed to becoming the person they were born to be is through my membership community. Mind your own business. To join the community, head on over to VasaviKumar.com. And now it's time for another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Wow, I'm excited about today's topic because it is the foundation. It is the very foundation of really becoming self-aware as to who you are, and who you want to be and understanding all the things that um, have been holding you back from really being the person that you already know that you are because I believe each and every one of you watching and listening have thought about this at some point in your life and has connected at some point in their life with this very deep knowing inside of you that's like why the fuck am I being the way I'm being right now I know that this is not who I really am I know I have the potential to be this person that I have always envisioned myself to be, right? And if you haven't had this thought in your head, well, my goal is to trigger you enough and to make you mildly uncomfortable, moderately uncomfortable enough for you to really start thinking about who you want to be in relation to who you actually are right now. And by the way, I'm not saying that who you are right now is not good enough. That's This is not a conversation about, oh, you're not good enough right now. But I truly believe that all human beings have a deep desire to evolve into the best version of themselves. Every single human being. Some fall off the track. Some, you know, do not have the proper upbringing, do not have access to resources to even be able to think along those lines because many people in our society are just struggling to get by because of systemic issues that have kept people in our country oppressed 
for thousands and thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, not just in our country, but throughout the world. But I do believe that inherently every single one of us wants to get out, the, get out of the shackles of our own mind and really see who could we be if we weren't so imprisoned by our conditioning and our beliefs. Now, some people may not think about it as deeply <laughs> as I'm saying right now, but for those of you listening and watching, I know that you care because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't. So I want to talk about emotional triggers and this um, and why you need to understand them. I really want you to understand why you need to know your emotional triggers. Um, I had a client yesterday who Voxered me. Voxer is the walkie-talkie app that I use with all my one-on-one clients so we can, uh, so they can receive on-the-spot coaching from me. And she asked me, Vasavi, what are my, what are my triggers? And what a good question, because what she's really saying is, I want to know what really gets me off. What pisses me off? What makes me lose my sense of self? What makes me unravel um, and really lose my shit and, and, and lose my center and my focus and my groundedness, right? So let's just, let me just start off by saying this, uh, by asking you this. You know that feeling when someone makes a joke, uh, it's more like a mean comment, um, and it may not be a huge deal to another person, right? But it totally destabilizes you for the rest of the day. Uh, and suddenly you find yourself off center. You find yourself pissed off. You find yourself having conversations like, fuck this person. I should have said this to them. They don't know me. I'm going to show them, right? And then you just go into this deep, dark abyss, downward spiral of anger, guilt, shame, anxiety, right? Actual anxiety, and, and you feel yourself just getting so unraveled and, and, and all, all focused and you're like, what happened, right? Like what someone says to somebody else may not bother them, but it may bother you. And so that's what I'm talking about, right? Those little things that throw you off kilter. So does that sound familiar? Good. We all have emotional triggers. We all have emotional triggers, okay? It can be challenging to identify what those triggers are. And that's why it's so important that you work with someone who has not only identified their own emotional triggers, but has a skill and an ability to really listen beneath the surface to what you're saying. Because oftentimes we're in our own heads and we're like, oh, I don't even see that, right? Because we all have our blind spots. We have our blind spots. And it does take a detached person, completely not uh, emotionally attached to being your best friend and getting your approval to be like, hey, I see that. You see that thing happening that you're doing right now? I think that might be a trigger and it's it, we have to get our outside of ourselves and it's hard for us to get outside of ourselves when we're swimming in our own shit right but the process of getting to know and understanding your trigger triggers can help you heal and learn how to cope better in response so that right so that you are not so controlled manipulated and um completely like you know thrown off by somebody else the whole like so you might be like boss why do I really need to know my emotional triggers well do you want to feel powerless and out of control for your whole life do you want to feel like everyone else has like is 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 basically pulling the strings in your life my father always used to say to me do not give anyone your emotional chain and that has stayed with me for my entire life have I given people my emotional emotional chain absolutely have I allowed People to rob me of my peace. Yes. Notice that I said, have I allowed? I have allowed it, right? I've allowed it. And a lot of times that's because 
maybe I was blinded by my own emotional triggers and maybe, you know, sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. I feel like being angry. Okay. You can, you can take my piece. Let me get pissed off for a little bit because I need an outlet for my emotions, whatever. But the point is, if you want to take control of your life, if you want to claim your freedom, if you want to reinvent your life, if you want to feel like you are the shot caller in your life and that you are in charge of your life. And by the way, the piece that I always like fail to miss to, to leave out. Yes, you are the ultimate creator in your life. And with that being said, I believe there is a governing higher power that runs my life that I surrender to. Um, and while I'm, I'm, I'm working for my higher power, right? My higher power moves through me. And then I, as the vehicle, I then manifest that through my thoughts, words, and my actions. So if you don't want to feel like you are completely powerless in the face of people, I'm talking to all my codependents out there. Shout out to all my codependents. I see you. I feel you. I hear you. I know that shit's rough. I know that it feels like you have absolutely no control of your life. And this person that you are trying to control and change is just not listening to you. Let it go. Easier said than done. But this episode is especially for my people who allow people, places, and things to rob you of your peace. So point blank, why do we even have triggers? Well, the reason why we all have triggers is because we were all children at some point, right? When we were growing up, we have all inevitably experienced pain and suffering that we were not equipped to deal with and the adults in our life were not equipped to help us deal with it sufficiently. So as adults, we typically become triggered by things that remind us of uh, experiences and feelings that we had in childhood, point blank, right? So if you're triggered by something at the age of 35, 45, 55, doesn't matter what age you are. The first thing that I always ask a client is, what is the earliest memory of you feeling this? Because you being triggered by something at this point in your life right now, if, if something really messes with you, messes with your peace, it didn't just happen. Like you're not just all of a sudden being triggered. I guarantee you, you've been triggered by something similar, but now it's just maybe really hitting home, maybe a breakup, maybe somebody left you, maybe somebody betrayed you, and now you're really feeling it. And you're like, why do I feel this much pain? Yeah, let's go back to the earliest memory. Everything begins with the root of the issue. I do agree that if you don't like a certain situation, yes, do you have the power to change it? Absolutely. But I also believe it is extremely beneficial to understand the root of the problem. Understand where this stems from. If you do not get to the root of your problem, if you do not understand why it's bothering you so much, your emotions are just going to run you. So you got to use both the logical and emotional side of your brain to gain an understanding of who you are, what makes you human. This is what makes you human, right? You are a person who has emotions and feelings and moods and memories. And then there's this other side of you that's like, why am I getting so mad? Because you logically know whatever's going on, it shouldn't be upsetting you. And then you, and then you gaslight yourself and then you invalidate yourself. But rather than just invalidating yourself and suppressing your emotions, asking yourself, what is this reminiscent of? When have I experienced something like this before, right? And it always goes back to childhood, always. I do not like using absolute statements, but in this case, I'ma say it. It always goes back to childhood. That is something that I am very firm on, firm about, that it always starts in your childhood, some shape or form, 
in some shape or form, it's something reminiscent of childhood. And if you don't know, it's probably because you've repressed it and it's probably too painful to bear, which is why it's important to take that time to reflect and sit in quiet and meditation and get in nature and allow those things to really surface, resurface. And that's why it's important to not numb yourself with alcohol and, and drugs so you can allow the things that you're trying to stuff down come to surface. This is not for the faint of heart. Most people do not want to do this because shit's painful. But we're also conditioned to not feel our pain. We're more conditioned to just reach for pleasure all the time. And I'm all for pleasure. But with that, we also got to see the opposite side, the, the other side of the coin, which is our pain. Both have such tremendous value in helping us grow and evolve as human beings. So <clears throat> what are your triggers? And what do you do to manage the painful feelings, right? This is the hardest part. Most people, how do they deal with their painful feelings? I, for one, dealt with my painful feelings through working, cocaine, alcohol, relationships, food every so often. Do you face your triggers head on? Do you face your pain head on? Or do you attempt to avoid the pain? That's it. You either face them head on or you run for the hills, right? So... Um, I want to share some of the most common triggers with you and you can see if you identify with them or not. So, and I'm going to just say right here with you for all my being human with Vasavi, uh, subscribers, I am very easily triggerable. I will say that to you right now. There's, there's not a lot that triggers me. I'll say this. There's not a lot that triggers me. There are very few things that trigger me, but when they trigger me, they fucking trigger the shit out of me. And you will see the beast that is Vasavi unleashed. Uh, inequality is definitely one of them. Injustice is one of them. Unfairness is one of them. Being unkind to someone who is helpless, just being unkind, period. Teasing other people, making fun of other people. Um, anything that involves really making, like just being mean, just being mean and especially when it comes to really people who can't really say, like protect themselves, right? Because our most vulnerable populations and um, just scummy ass behavior, right? Like people who just fucking lie and manipulate and use people. Being used is a huge trigger for me, like people who just use people. And um, wow, clearly we got a lot. Also, uh, when people do not really say how they feel. And I understand that comes with its own set of, you know, can of worms, like maybe they don't know how to communicate. Maybe they don't know how to express. And I get that. But it's also like, if you don't like something about yourself, change it. Uh, and my number one biggest trigger is people who do not take responsibility for themselves at all. And they're waiting to be saved and rescued. And I can relate to all of these. So just letting you know, this is me with being like, hey, get it. And the goal is not to be perfect, right? The goal is to know our triggers and have a toolbox of coping skills that do not involve drinking ourselves drunk, doing a bunch of drugs to only feel more shitty the next day, eating ourselves to the point where we are like, we feel shit. Like any, like we cannot solve pain with more painful activities, right? We have to just allow it to work through us. So here are some of the most common emotional triggers. I found a list actually on Mind Body Green and um, shout out to them. Um, but this I totally resonated with. So someone rejecting you, raising my hand right here, someone leaving you or the threat that they will. 
I got to say this right now with you guys. Uh, I have no shame in telling you anything because I've, I've hit many lows in my life. I would say the biggest low in my life, one that I get flashbacks about is um, when my ex, ex, Dario is his name. I've never publicly said his name on a podcast, but I'm about to say it right now. His name is Dario. And uh, we were, this was like three years ago, we were coming off a lot of drugs. And of course, I'm like volatile and chemically imbalanced because I've been using a shit ton of drugs. We got into a huge fight and he was just like, I'm leaving. I might've actually said, get out. And he said, I'm leaving. And I was like, no, I didn't really mean that. And so he started packing his stuff and I got down on my knees and I begged him not to leave. I literally got down on my knees, probably should have been praying instead, but I got down on my knees and I begged him not to leave. So that obviously was a huge trigger for me, someone leaving me. Um, helplessness over painful situations, someone discounting or ignoring you. Someone being unavailable to you. Someone giving you a disapproving look. For all my uh, women out there who had moms that could reduce them to stone just by one look. Someone blaming or shaming you. Um, someone being too busy to make time for you. Someone not appearing to be happy to see you. Um, someone trying to control you. And someone being needy or trying to smother you. I can relate to every single one of these. And so once you know your triggers, right? And this is kind of what I want you to look for. What is the thing that like, just pay attention throughout the day when you have to know the difference, right? Like when you're in a calm state and you're feeling like, okay, everything's fine. Like, okay, all is well in the world. Like a, like a nice soft breeze. And then something happens or you read something or someone says something and then you get into the lower energy vibration, which is fuck them, fuck this, I hate this, I hate that, why didn't they love me? You know, when your mind starts to go nonstop, you have been triggered. When you start to dislike yourself, disapprove of yourself, when you feel hurt, when you feel, when you, when, when, when you, when you're just, we're just in your head feeling guilty, ashamed of yourself. By the way, I'm not telling you not to get hurt. I'm not saying like you should be like Teflon. But it's really good for you to know what is it that is causing you to feel those feelings so you can get to the root of them because a lot of what is triggering you right now isn't, it, it's, it's coming from your childhood. So really your reaction to it as an adult is not proportionate to what's actually happening. You're reacting to it as an adult because of something that's happened in your childhood because the wise, logical sound centered adult that you are would just be like, you know what? Their problem, not mine. I'm good, right? The wise adult knows better. The wise self knows better. The wise self knows not to take shit personally. The child wants to throw a temper tantrum. The child gets hurt easily because the child does not have sufficient coping skills to deal with hurt and pain because the parent was not equipped to help the child. So this is nobody's fault. Hear me when I say this. This is nobody's fault. But once you know your triggers, the first step towards healing them is to understand the origins. You have to know where it comes from, right? Ask yourself, which of my triggers right now may relate to some of my childhood experiences? And... 
I'm going to say this because there are a lot of healers and teachers and gurus. And while I'm all for getting help, I need you to hear this loud and clear as someone who was very addicted to self-help. Only you can heal. It is such an inside job. It is such an inside job for you to take that time to go inside and be patient and kind and compassionate. And I know I created a membership community because I think within that container, you still do your own work, right? There are resources. So here's how I look at it, right? There are resources out there to help guide you. But if you think that another human being can get inside of you and heal you, you are absolutely mistaken. What I would use and, and really tap into other human beings for is shared experiences, what they've maybe done to heal themselves, understanding that you're not alone, things that have worked for them, maybe suggestions, but ultimately you have to do that work. Nobody can sit quietly for you. Nobody can sit in meditation for you. Nobody can be compassionate for you, right? You, you need to be compassionate to yourself. Someone can show compassion for you. And that's a beautiful thing because they're modeling that for you. But ultimately, you got to give that compassion to yourself. So it's very common to avoid our triggers when we are unaware of them, right? And so we have these avoidance techniques. We have techniques that we use to um, deal with our to deal with our triggers, right? And this is what we say, I am angry, I get needy, I, 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 I comply, I'm a people pleaser, I shut down, um, I blame someone else for my pain, I turn to addiction, food, drugs, alcohol, sex, porn, shopping, work, gambling, right? Those are like the, the common ones. Let's take a quick break. Having been in therapy since the age of 12, I know firsthand just how powerful the process of finding the right therapist is. Going to therapy and talking things out with my therapist has made me happier, clearer, and most importantly, I have a plan for my mental health. I have tools to be able to communicate with others and also the tools to cope when life gets hard, which it does. So let me ask you a question. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, Therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with the therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stress 
stressing out about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. I don't know where I would be without the help of therapy and my therapist, but I do know that life would feel that much harder. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. You got to realize that the pain will never go away if you don't confront it head on. If you don't actually like imagine your pain just like in your body, next time you get triggered, like stop and ask yourself what's going on and take that pain and be like, what are, what, what's going on here? Right? Here we go. What's going on here? What are you trying to tell me right now? Where did you come from? How long have you been with me? Like literally look at your pain. It's just this child wanting to be seen and heard and paid attention to and given compassion. I want you to be honest with yourself, with yourself, honest with yourself about yourself and about your triggers and how you react to them. I know it feels harsh initially. I know it's like, you know, as a 12 stepper, rigorous honesty. I wouldn't be almost a year and a half sober now if I wasn't rigorously honest with myself. And it's not, a, and I, I, I truly believe me being rigorously honest with myself and my counselors and, the, and my sponsor and people in my life that were rigorously honest with me, they did, they did that because they wanted to see me get better. Because anyone can bullshit you. Anyone can sugarcoat shit for you. Anyone can coddle you. Anyone can just tell you what you want to hear so that you stay their friend. Many, very few people can say you're fucking your life up. Dude, you got some anger issues. You're taking this personally. You're not taking responsibility for yourself. I think you need help, right? This is, these are not things that we wanna hear in life. We wanna be told we're great and we're awesome. And while all that's true, if you find yourself spinning out of control, if you find yourself emotionally out of control and, and have an inability to regulate your emotions, then you are no longer in control. In your, uh, you are no longer in control of your life. Your life is controlling you. People are controlling you, and that is no way to live. You deserve better. And the way that you start to live better is by being honest with yourself, by really putting a mirror up to your face and saying, where am I relinquishing my power? Where am I stripping myself of power? And if you don't know how to do that, because no one taught you how to be honest with yourself, because let's fucking face it, most people are not honest with themselves. They're not. It takes a lot of pain for people to change. And I don't want that for anybody. I don't want you to have to hit your rock bottom to change. But most people do not change until they face the, the pain of needing to change. I was one of those people. I would have just, just kept using cocaine if I didn't. I mean, I loved cocaine more than anything. I loved how it made me feel during, not obviously after, but I would have kept using it like I would have. I didn't like it. If I had no consequences, I probably would have kept using. So I'm grateful that I burnt my life to the ground and I really had to, right? I had to change. It took that for me. What I'm saying is it doesn't have to take that for you. But if you want to have a more honest relationship with yourself, and if you want to feel confident and, and, and clear, and you want to respect yourself, and you don't want to be so controlled by what other people think of you, then you gotta know you better than anybody else knows you. So nobody can say shit to you because you're like, guess what, I already know that about myself and I'm working on it, right? Then nobody could say shit to you. 
And then you won't care so much what other people think because you have an opinion of yourself. You're aware of your shortcomings. You're aware of how, of what triggers you. And you're, and you're making amends and you're taking forward action to remedy that. You have to develop that relationship with yourself. You have to be so honest with yourself that it's painful, that it hurts. You have to sit with, sit with the guilt. You have to sit with the shame. You have to acknowledge that maybe you haven't treated yourself right. You haven't treated other people right. And then you got to forgive yourself. Because if you would have known, you would have done better, right? If you would have known better, if you would have had the proper coping skills, the healthy coping skills, you would have done better because inherently you are a good person. I believe that about you. I believe that about every single person that I meet, that at the core, every single human being is a good person. And you, you can start whipping. I mean, even our fucking president, I'll be honest with you right now. Do I think who, who he is right now is nothing more than a culmination of the past 70 something years of who he is as a person. Does he suck as an adult? Absolutely. Do I think he's just a wounded man child? Absolutely. I'm not making excuses for our current clown of a president behavior. I'm not making any excuses for him. But do I inherently believe that everybody is good at the core? Yes, and then life happens. And then we just keep snowballing. And then we become so far removed from ourselves that we think that this persona that we've put on or this mask that we're wearing is real. And so then we have to keep those false pretenses up because that is our survival strategy. And it takes a very courageous person to say, you know what? I'm willing to take my mask off. I'm going to look underneath the hood of who I am. I'm willing to make some changes in my life. That takes a lot of dismantling and it takes a lot of courage and it takes time and it does take time. And there's a lot to give up because when you put yourself on a pedestal or when you have built this persona, you've now trained other people to view you a certain way. And that's a very hard thing to give up, especially if it benefits you in some shape or form, right? And everything that we do benefits us as a survival strategy, but it keeps us disconnected from our core and ourself. So, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. There's so much more that we can get into. Um, and if you are listening to this and you're like, I really want to learn to be honest with myself, because that is the only way, that is the ultimate truth, is to understand the truth of who you are and take the action to become the person that you know deep down at the core of who you are. Then I'm gonna invite you to go ahead and check out the Mind Your Own Business membership community. It is the best mindset and business community out there for women who want to feel good on the inside and create meaningful work. The link um, is, I'll put it in the bio here. Um, I'm recording this, by the way, on my podcast and on my Instagram. So if you're, if you're watching this on my Instagram right now, the link is right below. It's also the link in my bio. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's in the show description, or you could just go to vasavikumar.com forward slash membership. I want to say uh, to each and every one of you listening that um, I don't even know you. I don't know all of you. I know some of you listening because you, you send me messages and you give me um, episode ideas. But I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that I really do believe truly that you are a pure soul. We are all pure souls. 
and we are put here for a reason. And the answer is within you. And you are the ultimate powerful creator in your life. And I believe in you. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to guide you, to share with you the mistakes that I've made, and to encourage you. And whether we ever work together or not, whether you ever join the membership community or not, I want you to know that I'm here in service of you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you next time on another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. For even more inspiration and motivation to be the person you were born to be, grab my free guide on the 10 must-have habits of ultra-confident women over at vasavikumar.com forward slash guide. If you got some golden nuggets from today's episode, which I have no doubt you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a heartfelt review. And remember, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and have anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.